0: This is PBE Daily, Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast. My name is Point Blank Vumbi. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast today and taking the time from your schedule to actually reserve a spot for me to come in and at least throw some of my brainstorms and some of my musings your way. I'm so grateful that I actually got to make another day and so far so good. The idea of being in solitude and since the whole planet is now covered with reclusive people because we've been told by order to be reclusive and I think I touched on it in the last episode and if I didn't let me touch on it again the reason why the cold quarantine and curfew idea came up I think is because it's important for guys to be away from potential exposure, and the only way to do that is if people who are exposed are already in a specific pocket or in a specific cluster, you could be able to monitor the spread and the movement of the actual COVID-19 or coronavirus. For those who are not exposed to it, it actually keeps you in a safe distance of actually potentially Getting the virus in the first place. I know medical professionals are doing the best they could out there. Shout out to every single one of you on the planet doing the, the Lord's work for, for lack of a better way to put it, to put yourself in harm's way for the sole purpose of making sure everybody's okay. And I'm, I'm starting to think about how, think of how many people who are probably were already bedridden in hospitals and then may have gotten exposed to the COVID-19. And I think today I was told, um. And was it today or yesterday? I think I was told that there's 29 or 22, I think, or added cases where we're going past a certain number. I haven't looked at the map of COVID-19 numbers globally. I mean, Google has that map, but I don't think it's of any help to me to actually see those numbers per se if it's only going to fuel my paranoia. And I do check on it from time to time, but the last time I checked on it was because I was really trying to see where the government is coming from and hoping that the numbers they're actually saying were actually correct. I mean, the last time I checked, the numbers were 25. And now I believe they've come close to 50, 50 plus. And I know for many people, it's not the easiest time for actually, to actually go through this because some people live the life that actually requires them to be in constant motion say people who are traveling tradesmen people who are traveling for the purpose of their the nine-to-five that they do that requires them to be in different locations at different times in order to either find acquisitions get acquisitions and complete of business trade transactions I, i totally get where you're coming from and i think this is like an imposed holiday on the planet sadly it's not a paid holiday for some people in other parts of the world in my case I know for a fact it's not a paid holiday for me and I'm in fear of the certain things I'm supposed to have paid for by the time the weekend of the fourth hits but I won't probably won't be able to do that I'm hoping to be given extensions to make those payments but if that comes to pass and those payments don't come through then I'll accept the circumstances and take it with a pinch of salt and just accept that that's going to be the state of affairs for the weeks and months to come and I would hate to be in a position where I have no possibility of making other transactions come to life. And I'm also trying to see if possible to get people who are trying to do new business with me to see things my way, because I don't like spreading myself so thin that I can't live on every angle. And I know you want to strike while the iron is hot and for some of the content being created by most people out there, I'm gonna speak in place of the guys who execute the, the creative work to all those who are trying to commission creators to make the work for them please do take into consideration that being reactionary sometimes is all based upon the circumstances to which the creator may be in i for one am the person who will not really jump into any commission or into any work if i know i would be able to deliver based on timelines that are way too hesitant those i worked in those kind of timelines when i was younger and it's a pain in the neck for lack of a better way to put it and it puts so much strain and so much anxiety and i try to avoid that kind of level of anxiety because those anxieties are what lead to high blood pressure and things like that and i'm trying to live a little longer than most so do take into consideration that which you want to execute and do take the time to actually be considerate and i know business doesn't have a a clause for consideration but probably on on a personal level Add this to your to your deck of cards on how you actually do business with people. I think it's important for you to actually take that into consideration. But I'm not complaining. I'm grateful for any chance I get to do new things and get to f- further my endeavors with new potential clientele. So that being said, I had a very good conversation with a mutual friend, and I'm fe- I'm feeling very terrible about this because I rarely do the checking up on people. I'm mostly checked up on. I've been trying to switch that by making calls whenever I get the chance to and whenever I'm not completely in a rabbit hole and I have, I can literally say I'm free enough to do it and that way I'm not calling to just say two, three words and then disappear because sometimes I think my problem is if I'm going to make a a move of communication, I'm going to try as much as possible to be present in that communication and be in that actual conversation. And I am very hard at multitasking in in regards to how my imagination, mind, and uh, shall we say, interest in what's happening around me is. And if I know I'm not going to be of much use in a conversation, I'll just leave the room. And it's probably one of those things where I think it works to my advantage based upon how I work and how I create. And by the conversation I had with this mutual friend, he who had we had a very tumultuous couple of of years and the fact that he allows me to be around him made me realize something and it's actually what is the theme of this podcast and i'm surprising that i'm actually six minutes in it when i'm actually coming to touch on it and when i think about this friend of mine there's um there's a thing that happens in the world of entertainment that nobody really speaks on it on out in the public and that is the relationships you have will dictate if you actually make it or break it in the industry. And because it's all subject to that, very many people end up suffering and uh, bearing the brunt of the actions they may have taken. They may have offended someone by rubbing them the wrong way and didn't even know that they did that. And when I think about this particular friend, he told me something that actually kind of put things in perspective. I've spent at least two or three episodes of this podcast trying to give encouragement to those who have probably been shelving things they need to take care of and actually use this time to better themselves and better how they actually deal with things and it in the conversation I had with him because I I, I realized that the world of of which we meet him and I share as far as entertainment goes it has relationships that can be tainted by one of two things either you're too ambitious and people like the status quo that exists already so they won't let you in or you're too loud and you rub people the wrong way thus they cut you out of the conversation and in many cases the very talented don't really get to rise to the top but when you look at the current situation that we have globally not to quote the wrong person but i'm going to use it based upon the the person who I actually heard say this first, the tide lifts all ships. And in this particular case, the tide is unfortunately the potential rise after the COVID-19 is put under control. And with everything being at a standstill on a go slow, this is the perfect time for those who actually take the time to regroup and re strategize to make things become a reality. I've always spent my the better part of my career and the better part of what i actually endeavor in the work i create being reclusive in many cases being reclusive is seen as a sign of potential difficulty in mental health or potential uh, discomfort in that which is life as you know it i personally do not have so much uh a crippling form of mental health I think yes my mental health probably should be diagnosed by one or two people but in my case the state at which at, the state in which my mind is it leads me to produce more to create more and I'm also aware that to a certain extent I distance myself from anything that could come in the way or stand in the way of me making the very best of that which I do. that i mean i would never like to put myself in a situation where the work i create hinders or stops me from going even further in making an impact on all things that i love and care for when it comes to me in the surface that i've created for myself as far as this realm where i create the work i create and i put out whatever i can put out at my own Uh, conviction and and at a point where I say I'm comfortable to release it now, I tend to be seen as one of those discarded toys that nobody really pays attention to. I am like a rag doll that was fun to play with for the first three years of your life and then when you reached a certain age, action figures showed up and then you threw me away. I am literally using Toy Story as an example of what I am to entertainment and to the arts. And here's the crazy thing about being that reclusive person sitting in this box. In that box that I sit in, I'm able to create even more material that probably wasn't expected or since I'm in here, I can I can peer out into the world and see that which is the trend that everybody's following. And then I could try ask myself what could be the other angle of what nobody else is putting together. And from that angle, I can be objective and make decisions that actually make me more comfortable to actually execute even more material and even more true authenticity for myself. In this particular box, here's the funny thing. Some people come and go. Some of the people who come into this box are the guys who have been discarded, as I mentioned in the initial part of this podcast. People who have been, for lack of a better term, blackballed by any person who is either on the rise or at the peak of certain industries. And these individuals may not have heard of this particular thing that I've been saying in passing. And I think I also mentioned it on this podcast, which was... If there's one thing a person who thinks they can hold on to power forgets over and over again with such frequency that it's actually hilarious to think about, is time. Everybody runs out of time at some point. It's age. We all run out of steam, run out of air at some point. And by the time that happens, there's a new upstart who's going to come up and do what needs to be done. In my initial stages in the the work of illustration, editorial artists didn't really like my existence at the time. I was young, but I I was made aware of the concerns that existed. But the person who made me aware of them told me of what could potentially be a better way for me to exist, which is find another space to occupy. The cake is big enough. Some people have to make the cream. Some people have to make the flour and mix it up with the butter. But also some people have to make the butter. Some people have to make the cream. So sometimes you have to become the extension of that which leads to certain work being put together. By actually looking outside of the box that actually exists at the time, I've been able to find a place for myself that actually suffices for me and feeds me and makes me able to sustain myself. It's not the best job, but it's a very fulfilling one. The best job to most people is perceived as the job that has more A fiscal return but for me my fulfillment every day of the week is the best fulfillment ever because I found a way to be this vagabond and this person in this reclusive box and with the different peers I find down here I'm able to still maintain a service to what exists. Many people I've actually been in business in with in my professional years has been a collage of people who the greater side of the industry does not really like having them around or doesn't feel like they're comfortable with that person being successful and because they feel that person shouldn't be successful they keep on looking down on that person and whenever they come across my path and it's always the universe and the heavens or whichever supreme being you'd like to uh, tag this to it's always these particular people who lead me to further parts of that which i need to do and further parts of that which i need to execute and they help me take a step in the contributions I'm supposed to make. Some of them could be upstarts who have never really touched the surface, but they started from hearing tales from people from the same box that I'm in, the discarded box. Some of them are actually people who've been tossed back into this box that I already exist in. And to the world they're seen as a a past individual or a person whose prime will never be achieved again. To me, they end up becoming the individual who maintains the audience and the fulfillment of those who, funnily enough, were perceived as characters who will never make it back, but actually do make it back in the sense of they allow me the opportunity to experience their world. It's a generational thing. Every generation has its heroes, and sometimes I've had people who have been the, the, the still recognized and iconic members of, the, of that hero list. And I've also had the privilege of being around people who are considered the failures of that hero list. They share their experiences with me from a genuine place out of friendship, and from what they tell me, I get to see how to navigate the path that comes. The beautiful thing about being in an information age where all things you'd like to find out can be easily found, or all material that could lead you to perfect conclusions exist, it's important for you to just now read all the material and don't take everything for face value, but now evaluate that material in regards to yourself. I think in very few occasions do we take the time to do that part of the job, which is accepting that you don't know everything, you don't have all the answers, but you do have the wherewithal, to sit back and analyze that which exists. In the times of quarantine, I think the best way to put it is no time like the present. Some of us don't want to use this time to actually face that which we've been escaping for months upon months. But now, if you keep on throwing it in the back burner, when things start running back into potentially normalcy, which I doubt if there's going to be a degree of normalcy after all this is said and done because I think at some point we will find a way to adapt to that which is the circumstances of our age and it's interesting when I hear stories of how certain oceans sorry, certain rivers, my bad certain rivers in certain parts of the world are starting to show clarity in the sense of you could see all the way to the base of certain rivers and It's almost as if because certain factories are not functioning right now, the environment is rejuvenating itself. A friend of mine mentioned that they believe COVID-19 or coronavirus was planet Earth hitting the reset button so it can rejuvenate itself before humanity mucks it up again. We tend to be the ones who muddy the waters because we are ambitious. I, for one, um, relentlessly ambitious. I'm guilty as charged in saying that I'm a workaholic who's trying to find his way to the actual dreams that he succeeds in, and after he succeeds in them, I will start pulling back that which needs to be done. I'm the same person who accepted the fact that, yes, I'm a person who constantly thinks about war times and treats everything like a war as far as my professional life is concerned, but not my love life, because I never want my heart to be at war when it comes to passions. But I also am aware that if I don't learn how to adapt to that which is coming, I may end up failing myself in more ways than I would like to admit because I then end up becoming this guy who painfully cannot find a way to be at peace when the war is won or when the the fight has been taken to the point it requires to now follow its own path or walk on its own legs. These are the ideals I have in my head, these are the views I have in my head, and I'm very grateful for the fact that I can objectively say that to myself without actually feeling too nerdy about it. I live a very blessed life, and the different people I've actually met who have been discarded by those who are considered as unworthy or they found our stances too aggressive and too strong. Yet, sometimes when they finally get to be seen for the true colors of who they really are, when our Our hard stances and difficulty, in air quotes, is seen as it was actually the path to be followed and the person who they may have poached or they may have taken away from that which we were doing comes to us. They find us not in the same position that we were when we were denied the work in the first place, but they find us when we're further ahead because we are never stopping. Even in this box that we exist in as the reclusive discarded toys and discarded individuals and discarded props to the world, even here we find a way to take care of ourselves, even here we make sure we're okay, even in here we get to thrive, and it's super fulfilling to be amongst those who were always sold short and seen as those who would not really make it too far, and then when that which was perceived as success starts being seen as the illusion that it is, we get to be the ones seen as potentially having the right idea i've said this time and again and i'd like to say it again without sounding arrogant but most of what you see online in the social networks and all that it really just looks good on instagram that's all it looks good on facebook because it's the end result or the very beginning you don't get to see the in-between my podcast thrives and exists solely on the in-between and slowly but surely, as my work has started to prove so far, I'm getting closer and closer to those finish lines. And as every finish line is crossed, I'll be the first to tell you the success therein. And I cannot wait to do you proud and to hear what you have to say about how proud I've made you after the fact. So as I continue in this path, I hope you will join me in actually being a productive member of the reclusive community. <laughs> and say it with me be Caesar or be nothing at all. Thank you for supporting, loving and enjoying this podcast so far. For those who actually don't really find it convenient for them to enjoy the podcast on the different nine platforms, thank heavens for Anchor allowing me to also put the material on, on YouTube. I'll be taking some of the free time I get, however few mo- those moments may be, I'll be taking some of those moments to take those episodes and put them on YouTube as well so that you could easily communicate them or even share them with your friends i found that even like myself who enjoys the bill burr podcast it's easier for you but the material to be actually be shared there so i wanted to reach a level where you type pbe daily no matter where the platform is the material is actually available to you until next time uno